Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host, John, and with me are my two trusty, trusty little boys. We got we got Alex. How you doing, buddy? Good, John. How are you? I'm fantastic. And Josh, the Judge Weiner. How you doing, pal? Good, man. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, been a good week. Got a lot done. Uh, you know, getting ready. Uh, we're recording this uh right as a game is about to start actually uh new england and atlanta uh, apologize for the delay on that so uh obviously again tonight alex's picks will not have the thursday night game but we'll throw another game in there just for funsies i'll tell you what i'll pick it right now oh yeah do it now yeah 20 minutes before pick kickoff uh, i think new england is going to win that's a smart that's a smart move on that one well i did bet against them last week and that did not go so well yeah i bet against them uh with my starting fantasy defense and that also did not work out so well um and that'll actually kind of like roll us right in um john why is new england good again well you know i think what did we do to deserve this i think we everything that we have done has been to deserve you know it's and and you're watching the afc shape up and I, i think i said it last week uh, how none of these teams can, you know, get going once they get going. And then, you know, what happened, you know, a bunch of teams that, you know, we, you know, thought should win ended up losing Kansas city. Now there's a two game win streak and are back on top of their division. You know, it's, it's just weird. So now Kansas city's back on top of their division. And so now they'll, they'll drop a game to like, I don't know who they play this week off the top of my head, but or are they on a bye this week? Yeah, I believe they played Dallas State. this week. So they oh yeah, they made drop that game. Yeah, they do play Dallas this week. Why do I think they're on a bye? Oh yeah, there it is, Dallas. Uh, but yeah, so like yeah, it's weird. It makes no sense. Uh, the league is a mess. Uh, the league is a vampire. And chaos reigns. Chaos always reigns. Ooh, the league is a vampire. Huh? The league is a vampire, baby. That's a uh, dream. But yeah, yeah, because last Thursday after we recorded on Wednesday, and you know, it's like, oh, the Ravens look like you know one of the top teams, and then they went out and threw up a stinker and got beat by Miami. And you know, Buffalo would look kind of bad, lost to Jacksonville the week before. They go out and beat the crap out of the Jets. Uh, the Lions were bad before, and then they got a sweet tie against the Steelers. That one really didn't have anything to do with anything, but you know, just fun to say football ties are the best. Uh, and yeah, Jacksonville after that big win at Buffalo lost a close one to Indy. It's just all over the place. Tampa's now lost two in a row um, going into their bye week. Uh, strange times, strange times in the league. Uh, there's really no really great team. I mean, normally at this point in the time, there, you still have a team that's, you know, undefeated or a one-loss team. There are no undefeated teams, obviously, and there are no one-loss teams either. So, you know, it'll be it'll be weird to see how, how everything susses out. And I guess just to start, I mean – who right now and like i said this doesn't have to be a long conversation but and i probably just end up doing this every single week but i mean right now who josh who do you think is the best team in the league um had you asked me a week ago i probably would have still said tampa bay but i still think it's probably or i think it's the rams at this point even though they lost last week i think they have just they're too good on defense and they have too many weapons on offense. I think they'll get it figured out. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried about my, about my boy, Tampa Tom. Um, Tampa Tom. I, I feel like the downfall is starting to come, but we'll see. We'll have to see. And they've got some injuries on defense. So. Yeah. And that's uh, actually, that's a, that's a good point. Bringing up the Rams. Um, before we move it over to Alex, uh, Matt Stafford, uh, you know, weeks one through eight, you know, shakes those demons off on a great team. I mean, obviously they're still in prime position for a playoffs playoff run, but in the last two weeks, uh, you know, 200 yards under 300 yards in both games, obviously 294 against Tennessee, but both losses, uh, one touchdown in each four interceptions combined, uh, not great, not great. I mean, do you guys still think? Well, uh, well, well. Yeah, here he Looks comes. Looks like somebody sucks shit again. Yeah. Just and, in time for Thanksgiving. 
Well, Josh, you you seem to think the Ram. You think the Rams are the best team in the league. Do you think Matthew Stafford is still a strong quarterback one for fantasy purposes? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I wouldn't be concerned about. I think he's an auto start at quarterback if you have him. Um, yeah, they had a couple of bad games, but um, they're still trying to figure out. I think how they're going to run their offense, um, which is not a good thing to do in the middle of the season, but. I think they're going to get it figured out here pretty soon. Yeah, and they got a bye this week, you know, to get right. But yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. obviously uh, was signed, I believe, the day after we recorded last week. Uh, so the, it dated the title of our last uh, episode pretty quickly. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, he hasn't played great. You know, he hasn't played great in the last two weeks against beatable teams. And, I mean, now you're looking at Tennessee. And I know, now I'm going to swing this question back over to Alex. Uh, Alex, who do you think is the best team in the NFL right now? Conference be damned. Well, I'll go for the answer that I think you're looking for, and I will say the Green Bay Packers. That's actually not the answer that I was looking for, but I do. If the question is who's the best right now, I mean, I'd still put Tampa as the favorite to probably win the whole thing. But right now, it's hard to argue against either Green Bay or Arizona, and Green Bay beat Arizona. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you got nobody in the fucking AFC, that's for sure. No, well, right now in the AFC, I mean, honestly, Tennessee. Tennessee is an eight and two club. Best record in the AFC. Yeah, but do you really feel comfortable saying that Tennessee has the capacity to win a championship? I, I mean, don't. And I'm not saying that. And like I said, that wasn't the question. But I mean, at, since losing Derrick Henry, they've beaten that Rams team that is, was looking very, very good up until that point. And they, you know, had a you know close one against the Colts in overtime, but beat a very good Colts team that's kind of surging right now. So, I mean, if we consider the Rams to be a Super Bowl contender, Tennessee beat them pretty soundly, and their defense looked fantastic doing it. Um, oh, I think the Rams are falling apart, but that's just me. Yeah, and, and you know, that's, you know, that's, I guess, you know, here, here or there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think right now, and I'll agree with what Josh said, I do think Matt Stafford is still a strong fantasy quarterback one but you know we'll see what happens i mean if these problems continue and i mean again the odell beckham's first target was a you know essentially a interception punt that odell ended up fielding and i mean that's you know you get a guy coming in you know who was just you know off the street you know obviously you're going to have some communication issues so we'll see if they can write the ship there uh i think robert woods is going to end up being a bigger loss for this team than people are saying i mean he was just kind of that utility like kind of do all wide receiver um and I, I do think that's going to hurt them. But, you know, they're still a great team. Still got a lot of weapons. Cooper Cup, you know, put up a huge stat line. Obviously, for fantasy purposes, it was mostly garbage time. But as a cup owner, we'll take it. We will take it. But, yeah, uh, guys, last week, I mean, the tie game. I mean, Alex, are you happy? I mean, again, I don't like doing this. So it's like picking on you. But, I mean, would you have preferred that the Lions – been the first 0 and 17 team or are you fine with an 0 one or an 0 16 and one stat line or rather win loss record i mean i don't really they've already gone 0 and 16 years ago when they were the first one to do it i don't really care i mean i i'd like them to get the first pick yeah and they're still in position to do that i mm-hmm. mean you know i feel bad that they i don't think they're as bad as a record is so i kind of feel bad for them but on the other hand I don't really care. I mean, get a good draft, get a top draft pick. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny that they tied that they could go in again uh, with a little one behind it. It's funny. Um, yeah. I'd like them to not be the first 0 and 17 team. So I guess there's, but there, there's no, you know, they're not going anywhere. So might as well. Yeah. Just get the number one pick. All right. Uh, you know, I, I thought there was no other one, but I guess Houston only has one win. So don't, Get a get the number one pick, you know. Yeah, just get that pick. And yeah, I mean, I, I like early in the season they were really competitive in these games that they were losing. Now it's you know obviously they were obviously competitive against the Steelers, giving it a 16-16 tie. Mind you, that was a Mason Rudolph led team. Is Mason Rudolph any better than Ben Roethlisberger? Is Ben Roethlisberger any better than Mason Rudolph at this point? Eh, who's to say? Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jared Goff's play has definitely fallen hard. Um, you know, in the last like you know five six games, uh, he has one touchdown over the last five games and he's actually questionable this week and Tim Boyle uh, is actually getting the starter trips this week. So it's possibility that, uh, yeah, Stafford won't even play this week. Um, so that'll be something to monitor if you happen to be a Jared Goff over in fan- in fantasy football, in which case I feel bad for you. 
really, really bad. Uh, but moving over to another guy who's actually surging right now, uh, that, uh, that Patriots Browns game that we, we brought up earlier, uh, Alex got that pick wrong. I started Cleveland's defense against them. Uh, it was just kind of bad all around. Uh, but Mac Jones, Mac Jones, I believe every single one of us kind of, you know, weren't exactly super on, you know, the Mac Jones hype train, but it's happening and it's working and he's playing really good football and quietly that AFC, you know, that is so all over the place is opening kind of a back door here for Bill Belichick to get back into the playoffs. And, you know, they're, you know, six and four club uh, still second in the division to the bills who are sitting at six and three. Uh, I guess, you know, I don't think any of us are surprised though. No, not a, not at all. I mean, but last week he, he was really efficient. I mean, obviously, you know, he's not throwing for gobs of yards, but the running game was working really, really well. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, if he plays for me this week, he's definitely in that running back to flex consideration. Um, if he starts rather if Damian Harris sits, it looks like Damian Harris has cleared concussion protocols. I think either one of them tonight going against that Atlanta um, Atlanta team is really weak against the run plug and play go for it um obviously anyone listening to this won't hear this in time but hey you're smart you guys are all smart you're great people you're doing what you do um but josh mac jones uh currently sitting at quarterback 20 okay quarterback 20 so not great but i mean for a rookie i mean so far this season uh you know the stats are there you know they, they aren't crazy you know they aren't you know he's not blowing, blowing the lid off of people by any means, but um, where would you put right now? Are you, are you comfortable starting Mac Jones moving forward? If you need a quarterback over some of the likes, and I'll give you some other names here um, like a Daniel Jones or a Baker Mayfield or yeah. Yeah. A Trevor Lawrence or a Tyler Haneke. Um, yeah. Those are, I think all right in the same range. So that's a good question. I would, I'm still not confident in him because I think they're still a run first offense and their defense has been playing so well as of late that they haven't had to rely on him a lot, but when they have, he's, you know, been very good. I'd probably start him over Trevor Lawrence, but the rest of them, I'd probably, you mentioned Mayfield, um, and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones gives you kind of a rushing floor, but yeah, he's he at this point would to me be be a bye week option at best. Yeah, yeah, but, I, and um, that's you know obviously that's you know yeah, injuries I, and <laughs> injuries and buys and stuff like that. But I mean, and this week even against Atlanta, I mean it's a really weak Atlanta offense. I don't think they're going to put up much of a fight. Again, Alex gave him the win pretty quick there, and, and had he not, I mean, I guess the way the league is going, Atlanta will beat New England tonight. Uh, but no, I, I right this, I don't think he's a QB one this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even in the dome, I just think they're going to run the ball and play great defense and have that game wrapped up real, real fast. Um, no Cordero Patterson this week, also. So an offense really with no identity in Atlanta loses the you know kind of one shred of identity that they did have. So. Um, yeah, I, I do like Mac Jones. I do think that it, it is working. You know, it's it's year one. We're halfway through year one, and it's looking good. You know, they're but again, that back door is open for them, man. They're going to get in the playoffs. It's going to be Tampa. I know it's just going to be Tampa Bay, New England in the Super Bowl, and it's going to suck. And I'm going to hate everything. And the world is an awful, awful thing. I believe I already said the world's a vampire, but it it's a vampire <laughs> that that also sucks. Not just blood, but in general. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, moving on. Bad, like a bad, bad beat for the Browns. Bad beat for the Browns. Uh, but moving over to the other team we just talked about, Josh. You, you again, Tampa. Probably, you know, it's Tom Brady. It's Tampa Bay. They got a great offense. You know, the defense is not playing as well as they did last year. It's not coming together quite as well as it did. Um, but they lose a ten point ten point ball game to Washington. Uh, Tyler Taylor, Tyler Taylor Taylor Haneke led uh, Washington squad. Uh, Brady threw two, two interceptions early in that game, did kind of rebound two touchdowns late. Um, as far as the fantasy purposes, where are you on, where are you on Tom Brady right now? Cause it hasn't looked great. Um, the last couple of weeks. 
No, he hasn't, but I he's got so many weapons on offense still. And I think Antonio Brown's going to be coming back, if not this week, probably next week for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think he's still, to me, an auto start at quarterback. Um, I'm not terribly concerned about the team as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, he hasn't looked good the last couple weeks, but he managed to salvage it last week. It looked like he was going to have a, you know, single-digit game, and then he Mm -hmm. turned it on. uh, Yeah. Even though they lost. And then the loss to New Orleans, too, I mean, it was a three-turnover game for him. But, I mean, as far as fantasy purposes are concerned, he still ended that game with 375 and four touchdowns. Um, the correct answer to this question is they're playing the Giants this week. Start them, start them everywhere. Just, just don't, just, just do it. It's going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. You're, start you're, your Brady. Start your Brady's. Start your boys. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, moving on. Uh, again, week ten action was up and down, all over the place. Some strange, some not so strange. Um, but yeah, the the Chiefs and the Raiders. John the are the. Go oh, continue, Josh. No, no, no. I was going to say, are, are the Browns imploding? Uh, you know, I, defensively, that team is still very, very good. Um, you know, they have a, a really kind of soft matchup this week uh, against Detroit. I mean, let's just be, I mean, fair is fair. Detroit is not a good offensive football team. If they're going to be starting a backup quarterback, probably going to be an even worse offensive football team. I think they'll get a win this week, but you know, Baker Mayfield is hurt. He is, uh, he was saying that it's the most beat up he's ever been. So, I mean, it's a potential that he might not start this week. So we'll have to see, but I mean, they're a five and five team in a, you know, pretty up in the air, up in the air division. So, you know, I don't want to say they're imploding yet. If you lose the lions, then I think, you know, we'll start talking, but I mean, again, right now they're, they're at the bottom of their division at five and five, but they're still, you know, they're, a, you know, what two games back like two games out of first place so i mean anything can happen uh so you know the ravens dropping that one last week and i mean will all those teams just implode you know uh, the steelers are now five three and one Bengals are five and four they've lost two big ones uh to teams they should have won you know should have beaten but yeah i wouldn't say that they're imploding at this point no but uh, yeah, so back over the late game last week, and this will be the last one we discuss, um, just as far as fantasy implications, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, two weeks ago, won a tight one against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers' Green Bay team, uh, and then came out this week swinging and beat the holy hell out of the Raiders. Um, obviously, there was a lot of tight, you know, is, because we were joking at the beginning of the season, is Patrick Mahomes broken? You know, is there something wrong? Um, then for a little while there, you know, it's kind of looking like maybe, you know, there's, there's, you know, he's not been playing the great, you know, greatest football in the world is turning the ball over an awful lot. Uh, last week, do you guys think that the Raiders was, this was kind of a statement game, 35 of 50, 406 and five touchdown passes. Um, do you guys think that this is kind of a statement win to get back into it or it's the Raiders, Alex? It looked like more of a statement game. I mean, I think the Raiders are not a terrible team. And Kansas City looked better than they've looked all year uh, in prime time. So who knows? I mean, they we've been pretty down in them the last couple of weeks, and um, they played Dallas this week, which is a pretty big game. But you know, uh, you'll see if they if they beat Dallas or or look good against Dallas, then I think they're just back to being the Chiefs. If they look like they've looked earlier, then this week was this. Sunday night game was kind of an aberration. Yeah, I agree. I will have to wait and see on that. I mean, the rest of that division, you know, the, the Chargers sitting at five and four, you know, the Chargers looked hot to start the season, got a big win over the Chiefs. Now the Chargers are kind of on that back end of this. You know, they're, they're yeah. looking like a team that, are, you know, for lack of a better term, they're kind of looking like frauds. I mean, they, you know, you lose the, the Vikings by seven. They had a lot of chances to win that game put it out you know the week prior they won a you know it's squeaker against the eagles and the week before that they lost a squeaker against the patriots um you know it's just what which team is going to come out of this i think and you know we've talked about it every week i don't see any reason why that's going to stop now uh but yeah we'll have to see you know especially if there's any other weirdo weirdo games uh coming out of the uh coming out of the old the old afc but um yeah guys uh I think that'll that'll do it you know i think for our quick little uh week 10 recap and before we move on i out of respect 
for Alex, I have decided to, I had, you know, put some cinder blocks. There's this, there's this room in the bunker under the house uh, with a door in it that I haven't opened in a while. And like, I sealed it up, locked oh. it away and I wasn't going to do it again. But today Uh-oh. I was walking around and I went down there and I could hear the screams on the other side. And I said, this, this just won't do. So I took a, I took a sledgehammer and I, I just knocked that door down. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, Josh, do you? I don't think so. That sounds like you've buried people alive. (laughs) Well, well, I kind of did. For the the record and the authorities, it doesn't sound like anything I've been involved in. No, it's it was the panic room, Alex. You were ask there. your lawyer. No, panic room's a different thing. Advise you to stop talking right now. <laughs> well, I've reopened it, and they're all fine. There was plenty of food and water down there. It wasn't good food, and the water kind of you know had a smell to it, like like a wet, a watery you know. smell. Yeah, kind of a watery smell, but like water that's like you know past its prime. You know, like it's been sitting out for a little while on the countertop for a while. Well, regardless, guys, we're opening the panic room baby we're opening the panic room oh, once shit. again oh shit josh i'm gonna start with you josh yeah now this guy uh this guy is on a team you know he's a, the good team the buffalo bills uh plays that tight end spot you know he's been hurt he's been hurt he's his hand was ballooned up over over the week it broke a hand got a you know surgery in there got it fixed started last week one target one catch for 17 yards josh are we throwing Dawson Knox in the panic room? Um, I'm going to say no, but I'm going to add to that by saying this happens every year where like a tight end who no one drafted or nobody had on their radar has like two great games or scores a touchdown and we all you know, lose our minds. We do lose our collective um, minds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that the um, Joker over there? I can't even is. see. <laughs> lose their minds. Um, no, I wouldn't throw him in the panic room, but I would temper your expectations from, from what you're going to get from Dawson Knox going forward. So that's my answer. I'll tell you what expectations have been tempered. He's in the parking lot. He's waiting. Alex over to you. Um, the panic room was your house. Why is there a parking lot now? Because I had a parking lot built in my house to help with just this situation. Is there, do you have enough traffic at your house that you need a parking lot? You'd be surprised how many guys I have to throw into the panic room on a weekly basis, Alex. I'm not allowed to talk about it every week because I know it upsets you. You don't like guys going down there, but I have to do it. And Rex Ryan says Baker Mayfield's not an elite quarterback. Anyway, go for it. Oh no. Oh no, Alex. This guy, this guy happens to be on your team. Now, before we move forward in the last four games. So, Last four games, this dude failed to put up 13 fantasy points in three of those. Now, in the other one, he put up 31 points. So 10, 12, 31, 11. The guy's name is Justin Herbert. So three pretty bad games, one really good game two weeks ago. Uh, He's got a matchup against Pittsburgh this week. Is Justin Herbert going on the panic room, Alex? Put him in there and and throw away the fucking key. Uh, wow, that was. Do, do you have any anything to back that up, or because I mean, I'll do it. You know, I'll do he it. like all my team are just personal disappointments to me. They're an affront to me and God. <laughs> and Justin Herbert should think about what he did in the panic room while having a nice little finger sandwich or something. I do. I do supply them with finger sandwiches. I'll make. Know? I'll give them the my own food. Oh, you're gonna make it. Oh, not the, not the trash you got there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Josh, back to you. Uh, now this guy wasn't, this guy's also on your, your team. Uh, yeah. Last four games. Here's the stat line. We got three fantasy points, six, six and a half. Then last week, 20 Josh after last week. And with a matchup at Carolina this week, are we pulling Antonio Gibson out of the panic room? He's been in there for a while. I think it's, I think it's time. I think he's, served his time in the panic room do you think he's learned Um, his lesson i think he has um and on top of that i've looked at his uh schedule upcoming and he has a really great uh setup of games going forward in terms of run defenses so i think it's time to let him out john i think it's time to let him see the daylight 
All right, all right. So that's a quick one-for-one one transfer. Justin Herbert and Antonio Gibson. He needs that vitamin D to let the shin injury heal. So no, let him out. Right. All right, we're letting him out. Well, Alex, I've got one more for you, buddy. Uh, this guy's not on your team, shockingly. Uh, now, what does that mean? Uh, nothing. Uh, in the last, last two games, uh, last two games starting, uh, scored nine points in one and five points in the last one. Uh, now, after that nine-point game, obviously he was knocked out of a due to injury and did miss three games uh, and also had a bye week thrown in there. After last week, Russell Wilson coming off of injury, 161 yards, zero touchdown passes, two interceptions, and the first time he has ever been shut out in a game in his entire 150 or so games in the league. Alex, coming off the injury, are we throwing Russell Wilson in the panic room? Uh, yeah, I think you should. If I had him, I would be uh, considering walking to the panic room. Yeah. That's... Um, he's just, he's not, it's not his year and he's never, you know, this first year with, with real injury problems and he needs a lot of help there that he's not getting. I would... Uh, if he's your starter, I would maybe consider looking around. All right, guys. So uh, as a wrap up, uh, we are. On, oh, that's a wrap up. Do you got another name to, for the? I got one more name. It's a, the panic room door is open, so I got one more name for you. It is open. T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson. A lot of people liked uh, early in the season as uh, he played great last season. Last week, one target for zero receptions and zero points. And he hasn't broken double digits, I think, since the last two games of the season. John, would you throw T.J. Hawkinson to the panic room? Panic room? You know what, Josh? I'm going to do you one better on this one, all right? I am, I'm going to help this entire league situation and just kind of do a, a swatch here. Okay. All right. Now TJ Hawkinson and Alex, just don't, 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 <laughs> just don't. You, you. A swatch like a sample. Yeah. No, like a swatch, like those watches that like were oh. all those years ago. Uh, so the Detroit Lions offense, obviously we said it earlier. They're not very good. They're not a good team. Uh, we know that, um, so far on the season, you know, you've got TJ Hawkinson started the season really hot, you know, first two weeks touchdown in each, uh, 10 targets, week one, nine targets, week two, and the targets have kind of come and gone, but his production has definitely fallen off. So Josh, not only am I going to throw TJ Hawkinson in the panic room, I'm throwing the entire Detroit lions offense in the panic room. I just say, put them all in there. That's Amon Ra. That's the whole squad. Oh, there's not enough food down there. I'll get more. I'll go get more gruel from uh, from Costco. Um, there'll be plenty down there. But yeah, no. I to more correctly, yes, I am. I am worried if I'm a TJ Hawkinson owner. Like it was. It was just looking so good uh, early, and then you know week three definitely kind of fell down. But then you know eight targets week four, but then right back down to three in week five, then eleven in week six, nine, eleven. So I mean three decent games there but then last week yeah i mean nothing and a tough matchup against a tough cleveland defense this week i'm not loving dj hawkinson this week so yeah i'm throwing him in there i'm spinning that little like uh the door you know like a like on a vault or it's like a, a spinny little thing i'm spinning that and then i'm hearing the pounding on the other side of it absolutely cool i agree go gal bro uh <laughs> Anybody, anybody else, anybody else you guys want to lock up uh, against their will tonight before we, before we move on? I think we're good. I think that's our quota. We just threw an entire offense in there. I, I feel bad, you know, I feel bad, but we did get Antonio Gibson out, you know, we threw Justin Herbert in, so he's down there. Russell Wilson's down there to keep him company. Uh, Jared Goff and, you know, whoever else they can all hang out and reminisce about their days in the NFC West together. Uh, so yeah, I worry that the panic room has become just more of a weird prison. It kind of is a metaphorical prison for poor play. So don't overthink it, Alex. And again, for legal reasons, it is not a prison. It's a fun <laughs> place for players to go and escape and think about their, you know, their subpar play uh, over answer. the first 10 weeks of the season. 
so with that, guys, uh, we will lock up the panic room, dust that off. It, it's it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cover it in cinder blocks this time. I'm gonna keep it open. I, or not the door open. That's closed. But I'm gonna make sure I have access because next week we might be throwing some more guys in. Uh, so with that, we'll go to a quick little break. Uh, you will hear our voices talking about some stuff. And uh, then we'll be back with some starts and sits, some Alex's picks, and uh, hell, hell, maybe even Josh will throw something in there too. The final fantasy. Uh, yeah, guys, so uh, we'll get started here uh, with some some starts and sits. Uh, what do you guys feel? I got the book out. Um, you know, I don't understand why this uh, old dusty old tome is so dusty. I mean, I use it every single week. Maybe my house is just dirty. Maybe I got to get like a cleaner in here or something. You should move out of that crypt. Yeah, that's probably the problem. I just like the crypt so much. I mean, I, it's how I oversee all the guys in the panic room. I'm like an old police war out. No, I'm not because it's not a prison. It's like a, it's like club med. Uh, I'm like the receptionist. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, we got the starting book out. Josh, did I just incriminate myself? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm just, thank you for getting straight to the point. Uh, well, guys, uh, we'll get rolling here. We'll get rolling. Uh, quarterback starties, guys. Uh, this week, I'm starting Ryan Tannehill. Um, right now, playing houston um he's averaged about 18 points a game and again playing houston so you know there's that uh but my start of the week this week is joe burrow uh he's got the raiders this week you know he's had some had some losses the last couple uh the raiders are allowing the fourth most points to to uh to opposing arms this season a lot of that, you know, has been kind of extrapolated from last week, giving up five touchdowns to Mahomes. But still, I think they are beatable through the air. I like Joe Burrow this week. Um, sits, guys. I'm sitting Jimmy G against the Jaguars. Not for any other reason. I think it's going to be a really run-heavy game script. Uh, that showed last week against the Rams, and it worked. I, I just think that they're going to run the ball. I do think they're going to get the win, but I don't think Jimmy G is going to be breaking any, uh, breaking any hearts uh, throwing the ball. Uh, so I'm sitting Jimmy Garoppolo, but my sit of the week this week is Kirk Cousins, actually. And, you know, it pains me every time to say that Kirk Cousins is having a really good season because he really is. Uh, but that Green Bay defense is really strong. I mean, the last couple of weeks they've, you know, held Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson in check. Um, I think they're going to do the same thing to Kirk Cousins and uh, sitting Kirk Cousins this week. And moving on to running back starties this week. I like Mark Ingram. Uh, Alvin Kamara is back at practice um but even if you know if philadelphia is allowed has a lot of top 25 back and six of eight games this year mark Ingram came out and played really really well last season uh last season last week rather uh he didn't do a whole lot last season but um yeah played really really well uh last week uh i'm keeping him in the lineup this week uh but my start of the week guys leonard fournette uh, against the New York Giants. Uh, Lenny's had 16 points in four of the last five, and the Giants are giving up the six most fantasy points to running backs this year. I think he is going to feast uh, this weekend against that Giants squad. Uh, I think it's going to be a big win. Uh, my sits, guys. I'm sitting Boston, Scott. Um, Miles Sanders has been designated to come off IR, so, I mean, it's a chance it's there, but they are playing a really tough Saints defense against the run. I'm keeping Boston, Scott, on the bench. Uh, but my sit of the week, uh, poor old man, Adrian Peterson, uh, going up against Houston, didn't, you know, hasn't really looked great. It is a good matchup, but again, I, I just don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not confident plugging Adrian Peterson in the lineup. Um, I'm looking elsewhere. Wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers, Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, starting him this week against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears, after starting the season pretty well, have given up a top 10 wide receiver in the last three weeks, three top 10 wide receivers in the last three weeks. Uh, I think Marquise Brown is going to keep that, uh, extend that to four weeks. Uh, but my start of the week is Devonta, the Slim Reaper Smith, uh, playing, playing New Orleans, uh, 22 points in back-to-back -back games. And New Orleans, as good as they've been against the run, uh, they are giving up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Uh, I think Devonta is going to have a big, big game this week, uh, liking him locked in. 
Uh, my sits on the other end, Brian Edwards uh, for the Raiders playing the Bengals this week. He did score last week and he's had a couple decent games up to this point, but only four targets per game. And you have to assume at some point in time, uh, another guy that we might be throwing in the panic room pretty soon. You have to assume at some point in time that they're going to remember that Darren Waller is on their team. Uh, and, you know, he's just behind Renfro, Waller. There's just a lot of other guys there. Uh, I'm sitting Brian Edwards. I wouldn't take that touchdown as anything more than an aberration. Uh, but my sit of the week is T.Y. Hilton coming back from injuries. Um, didn't have a great game last week. Uh, and they're also playing the Buffalo Bills, who have given up the fewest points to wide receivers this season. I am safely putting T.Y. on the bench. Uh, moving on to tight ends, guys. Tight ends, I'm starting C.J. Ozoma uh, for the Bengals this week against the Raiders. The Raiders have given up the second most points to tight ends this season. Uh, C.J.'s got that big playability. I think he's going to do that again this week. I'm liking C.J. this week. And my start of the week, start of the week, this was one of the weirder ones. I had to go back and forth on this one for a bit, but I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with Cole Komet for the Chicago Bears versus Baltimore. Baltimore has given up the third most points to fantasy tight ends. And Cole Komet, uh, you know, I think he's finally starting to get in, you know, get in the game plan and, you know, definitely looking a lot more active. And, you know, as, as Justin Fields gets better, I think he gets better too. And there's a lot of preseason hype for this guy. Didn't start out so well, but last week coming off an eight target, six catch, 87 yard game against Pittsburgh um, a couple weeks ago before the bye. I like him this week against Baltimore. Um, I sits at tight end. I'm sitting Dallas Godert. Um, he hasn't cleared concussion protocol yet. Um, even if he does, New Orleans, fourth fewest points at tight ends. You know, again, New Orleans defense is kind of all over the place, bad against wide receivers. Good against tight ends and running backs, but uh, I'm sitting Dallas Goder regardless. Um, but my sit of the week is Jack Doyle, kind of the same reason. So, you know, Buffalo's given up the fewest points to wide receivers. They've given up the six fewest to tight ends. Uh, sitting Jack Doyle. Uh, you know, Michael Pittman's on that team. Love him, too. Even against this defense, I, I would consider sitting Mike. I mean, you can't do that, but if you've got options, this week might be the week for it. Uh, as far as defenses are concerned, guys, this week I'm starting Tennessee versus Houston. I'm starting Tampa Bay versus the Giants, and I'm starting Miami versus the Jets. I am sitting Indy versus Buffalo, Kansas City versus Dallas, and I am sitting Washington versus Carolina. Uh, and kickers, guys, I'm starting Chris Boswell this week. Steelers got a game against the Chargers, and I'm sitting Greg Joseph uh, of the Vikings against the Green Bay Packers. And that'll do it for me. Close up the book. But do you guys have it? Hold on that book. Oh, ooh, easy. And a couple names we can go ahead and jot down in there real quick. If oh, let me, you don't mind. Let me get my quill pen ready. I'm licking the tip of it right now. I like to describe the things I'm doing because this is an audio. Uh, I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm ready to, ready to lay them out there for you. Who you got, Bubba? Well, let's do quarterbacks. Two at Tagaviola. I'm starting against the stinky, stinky New York Jets. I'm going to sit Ben Roethlisberger versus the LA Chargers. Running backs, Josh Jacobs versus Cincinnati is a go-go. Running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus the Cowboys is a no-no. Jalen Waddell versus the Jets, go ahead and start him. Mecole Hardman versus the Cowboys again, skip him. And finally, Adam Troutman versus Philly, plug him in. Gerald Everett versus the Cardinals, unplug him. Put them uh, on the shelf to cool off. Cool them off, baby. Cool them off. That's the book, baby. You can close that now for good. Should we close the book? Or, Josh, do you got anybody you want to throw in John? there? No, Josh didn't have anybody. He, didn't, he told me earlier. Oh, shit. Shots fired. Alex, that's libel, and I will see you in court. Uh, I have a few names. All right. Well, um, I'm uh, the attorney general, and I'm going to refuse to prosecute. Mm, mm, overruled. Um, I got conflict, some conflict of interest there, Mr. Attorney General. <laughs> a key, I like Derek Carr versus the Bengals. Uh, the over-under on the game is 50 and a half, so I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think he's going to get yeah, – I think he's going to eat. Uh, Miles Gascan, the Gascan himself uh, versus the Jets. That game will not be a shootout, but I like the running game, and I like he's the volume that he's probably going to get. Um, DJ Moore versus Washington, um, Carolina, uh, 
I like him a lot. And Dawson Knox, even though I knoxed him before, um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna score a touchdown in that game. So he's gonna he's gonna give you what what you need. Um, what? Continue. Continue. I just have something. Else. Would you say don't knox it until you try it? I would say yeah, that. Yeah, would you say that? If I were a lesser man. <laughs> um, uh, my sits, uh, I'm sitting Baker um, versus Detroit. Uh, they just haven't looked good these last few games. And yeah, I just don't like it. Uh, Devontae Booker versus Tampa. I'm going to sit him. Uh, I think the run defense is really good. And uh, another set of wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. More like Brandon Ayuk. Um, yeah. <laughs> versus, versus Jacksonville. Uh, he he, he kind of showed out a little bit last week, but um, no, he overall this year, he's been not great. So that's, that's it for me. So for you, I like it, Brenda. And again, just for people listening, none of this is scripted at all. This is all really off the cuff. <laughs> um, you know, this is right off the top of our head. So keep that, keep that in mind. I do want to go with one more guy. This is not a guy that I would recommend starting, but I feel like we have to say it. We have to say it. Uh, Alex, Joe Flacco is starting this week. This week, and are you prepared for Joe Flacco to go wacko? Well, I mean, if he is wacko, then that would make me and you both Lorraine Bracco. So, no, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not prepared for it either. It does happen. If Joe Flacco goes wacko, we turn into uh, the actress uh, Lorraine Bracco for an entire love character actress Lorraine Bracco for an entire 24 hour period. So, I just because, you know, I got some stuff I got to do this weekend. It would be ideal if that didn't happen, but I mean, it's fine. It's just weird that there then are then exist three Lorraine Broncos in the, uh, in the universe, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes. Uh, Actually, guys, John, I'm going to, I'm going to add one more and it's more of a question than an answer. But... Oh, okay. Is it Lorraine Bracco related? No. Um, Bummer. Cam Newton. Cameron Newton. Scam so... Newton. Yeah. We haven't really talked about Cam um, Newton. Yeah. We haven't he really talked for about two touchdowns and I, I don't know he probably got like five i don't know how many like reps he got last week but at least five going yeah. up against washington now ron rivera says he has some plays against him um but i kind of like him this week yeah i mean i do too i, I think he's definitely in like a top 20 option this week um there has been a lot of uh stuff coming out of Carolina that there is going to be kind of a quarterback uh, rotation between him and PJ Walker. I don't know if he's going to get a full on, you know, full workload. Uh, yeah, three, three rushes, uh, 14 yards and a touchdown. And also a couple through a couple passes and one of them for a short touchdown, uh, eight yards, total passing. So um, in that, you know, spot start, I mean, you, know, you can do a lot worse than two touchdowns that quick, but um before we do move on, actually, Josh, I mean, Cam Newton back in Carolina, obviously it is set up for him to eventually start, if not this week, moving forward. Uh, do you think he's going to be kind of back in that like goal line running back thing? Are you worried about him poaching, poaching carries from Christian McCaffrey at the goal line if you're a McCaffrey owner? Uh, if No, I mean, yes and no. Um, if I was a Christian McCaffrey owner, I would be very happy with the fact that Cam Newton's back where he had his most success, but yeah, he's going to get a few goaling touches, but if he improves the offense, which has been pretty bad, um, mm -hmm. I think it's an improvement overall. So I'd take it. Absolutely. Well, guys, uh, finally, I'm closing the book. And you know what? I just closed it, and there's already more dust on top of it. I blew it off at the beginning. I don't know what is going on. It is. I think it is this room that I'm in, this weird torch lit. Maybe um, you should do a Google Doc. Yeah, I mean, I could, but I mean, the book just, it's made out of, again, it's made out of human skin, I think, and it like moans every time I open it. It's just got a, it's got a good feel to it. I don't know. I like it. Uh, well, that's done. That's done, guys. That's done. And great job. Great job, everyone. I think, I think we really helped a lot of people this week. Uh, but helping some gamblers out there, uh, we got Alex's picks. Alex, take it away, pal. All right. Well, we have 
New England, I think, is winning right now, three to nothing. Is that right? Uh, New England, actually, Mac Jones. Ten to just, nothing. Yeah, Mac Jones did throw a touchdown. He threw a touchdown pass to somebody. Uh, I can't. So my pick from the top of the hour is going swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really. No surprises here. I uh, am going to pick. Uh, sorry, I got to do this on my phone because my computer is messed up. Um, I'm picking. Uh, I guess I'll pick the Chargers to hold on at home on Sunday night against Pittsburgh. Uh, Monday night, I'm going to pick the Bucks against the Giants. And my pick of the week will be Baltimore on the road to cover at four and a half, minus four and a half at Chicago. I think Baltimore will recover this week against a vulnerable Bears team. Vulnerable. Love it, love it, love it. Well, guys. As always, we usually finish out with some funsies. And right now, the Falcons are playing the Patriots. So naturally, uh, this week's trivia, uh, you can probably guess what it's going to be about. Um, it's going to be about that Super Bowl, that 28-3 uh, that to uh, uh, locked-in win for the Falcons that turned out not to be so. Um, some of these questions, you know, they're, they're going to be, for the most part, multiple choice. So I think you guys should have a pretty decent this – this is pretty recent. We all watch this game together. So I'm – I'm counting on you guys right now. I'm counting on you guys. Uh, we'll start off with, uh, we'll start off with Josh. Josh, you took the L last week, so we'll give you the starting the starting spot here. Uh, Josh, between New England and Atlanta, uh, regular season record. Uh, one of them, obviously, finished with more wins than the other. Uh, Fourteen and two, and eleven and five were the records for these squads. Josh, which team had the higher win or the more more wins in that regular season? New England or Atlanta? Atlanta. You are incorrect right off the bat. New England. Oh my god. 14 and 2. Atlanta 11 and 5. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to Alex. Gosh, I thought it was Atlanta too. Yeah, that Thank Atlanta team was very, very good. That was a good squad. And you know, honestly, I, I actually I'm gonna go back and look at this because I just want to make sure that I didn't like mix it. They had a home game in the NFC title game, right? I thought they were like the one seed. Yeah, that's oh no, I got it right. Atlanta Falcons finished 2016 11 and five, and New England finished 14 and two. So I mean, maybe 11 and five was just really, really good, or maybe this uh, this page I got it from is wrong. Well, whatever, Josh. According to this, you're wrong. So the Patriots on this said recorded an NFL best 14 and two record. The only losses coming to Buffalo and Seattle. Um, well, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. That's fine. Uh, Alex. Yeah. Now. There were a few guys running the football in this game. Obviously, each team has a running back. Some there's a backup running backs. Uh, one guy led all of them in yardage. All right, one guy had 75 yards, and that was the most rushing yards by any runner in that game. Alex, was that Legarrette Blunt? Was that Devonta Freeman, or was that James White? Well, I know James White scored the winning touchdown. He sure did. So I'll say Devonta Freeman. You are absolutely correct, Alex. Devonta Freeman was the leading rusher in that Super Bowl. Because New England didn't really run a lot until that last touchdown. Yeah. And, yeah, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. Uh, when you're down that much, you kind of got to chuck it. And, Josh, that leads me over to you. I think you can assume where this question is going. Josh, who was the leading yeah. receiver? Who was the leading pass catcher in this game? Was it Julio Jones, James White, or Julian Edelman? And this person, I will let you know, had 110 receiving yards. Uh, Julian Edelman. Ooh. Well, the, the correct answer was James White. Third down running back for New England, had 110 yards. Julio Jones and Julian Edelman both finished the game with 87 receiving yards, respectively. Uh, so that is incorrect. Josh, Josh, I'm going to give you the last question just because, you know, I, I like you. I think you're cute. I appreciate that. And I like your smile. Josh. I only get one question. Oh, did you only get one? Oh, Alex. What a bunch of bullshit. Oh, okay. Well, Alex, you know what? Fine. This one goes to Alex. Josh, you've already gotten two wrong. Alex is, I mean, we'll see if Alex gets this one wrong. Alex, who was the halftime performer at that Super Bowl? Was it Katy Perry? Was it Lady Gaga? Or was it Bruno Mars? It wasn't Katy Perry, because Katy Perry was a couple years before that. I don't think it was Lady Gaga either, because I think she may have been after that. I'm going to say it's Bruno Mars. Well, Alex, 
let me paint a scene for you. Maybe you remember the gif after the Super Bowl uh, where Katie is a lady Gaga and she jumped off. She jumped off the thing. They did an interception thing. For yeah. Tom yep. It was, in fact, Lady Gaga. Oh, that one, right? So. Oh, well, you didn't. So, well, <laughs> too, Josh, too bad. Uh, Josh, what was the what's the what's the famous score from this game when everyone thought that Atlanta was going to win? Uh, twenty-eight two. Said it earlier. Thirteen. Oh my God! Twenty-eight-three, motherfucker! It was oh 20, God! It was twenty-eight-to-three. Oh my goodness, Josh, you go down again. Uh, I believe I was with off new, by one numeral. With new rankings, Alex has a thirty-two-to-ten lead again. Those numbers are not correct, but we're just saying they are. Uh, guys, as always, it's been a fun episode. A lot of fun. A lot of fun chit-chatting. Uh, you know, having some fun. I'll let you guys know that my kicker, Young Way Koo, just hit a 45-yard field goal, but it was nullified due to a holding penalty, which Excellent. is just awesome. Or wait, no, illegal formation? Fantastic. Uh, well, Josh, Alex, as always, thank you so much. You're great. You're golden. Thanks, You're boys. Uh, as we always do, I'd like to thank Gucci Volker from the band Jack Hotel. You can find Jack Hotel on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all the music. Uh, check them out they're really great did a great job with our theme song love it love it love it uh, as always you can follow us at, on twitter oh and what do you know young way Koo then had a 50 yard attempt which would have given me more points and he missed it fantastic uh but yeah you can follow us on twitter uh at the ff cast uh sundays we do some start sick questions about an hour before the games have a lot of fun with that and uh, kind of just generally like make fun of games throughout. So uh, give us a follow. Um, have some fun with us. Have some fun with us, guys. Uh, but uh, as always, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye.